Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. That's right. In This League. In This League.com and the In This League Fantasy Podcast. The basketball, the football, the baseball, they are all popping this week. So make sure to find them. They are on the iTunes. They're on the Stitcher. Tune in. Or wherever you listen to apps. What do you, what do you listen to podcasts on? What's your uh, choice? I go with uh, Podcast Addict. Ah, you and me both. We are both Podcast Addict guys. I like it. That's right. I never. I do. It is annoying sometimes because I have to like. I'll download too many, and I thought I set the automatic erase thing, but sometimes it just doesn't do it. Nope. So uh, your phone's I'll like, "Hey, you like... don't have enough storage to live," and you're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah." It's like, no, you can't. Uh, you can't do anything. You want directions to something? No. You're going to have to delete 1,200 podcasts if you'd like to move <laughs> forward. Yeah. Uh, Podcast Attic, another place that you can listen to us. So wherever podcasts can be heard, uh, that's where we be. Uh, I shouldn't say that because technically we're, we're trying to get on the iHeart. So that's where you can that's get right. all the In This League stuff. Plus, you can join us over at uh, patreon.com slash Army. That's where all the madness happens and the fun where we've got the secret shows. we got the group me rooms all the weird and wacky ways for you to access all of us. And uh, we appreciate when you do it. So last bit of uh, potential tune out for people. We are talking basketball. Some people are very excited is uh, the draft I just, is always fun though. Yeah. And it's this week. That's why it's important. This coming Thursday. Thursday yeah. That's right. Oh my God. Why do you say Thursday? Some, you know what? Somebody did one of those things. They got it in my head where I'm it, Ron Burgundy. They got it in my head where it was going to be Wednesday. Someone's like, the draft is Wednesday. I'm like, no, it's not. And I'm like, it's Thursday. Thursday. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm like, uh, you're 100% wrong. But then, like, <laughs> it incepted my you're brain. You're 100% a bit. wrong, and LeBron's going to LA. And now, yeah, yeah now I'm like all <laughs> confused. But um, there's a lot of mock drafts out there. But I figured it'd be interesting to cover uh, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer. He's got one out, and it's just a few days old. And uh, I thought we'd talk about that. Now, my Phoenix Suns have the first overall pick. And this one, I said it, I don't remember what show, oh my God, of the shows that we do. But when the Suns got the first pick, regardless of the connections, because everybody kind of freaked out about Igor Kokoskov's uh, connection with Luka Doncic. That he yeah. had coached him before, and I heard something like he named his kid Luca or something. He named like that. his kid Luca from what I or after Doncic. I don't know if his name is Donnie for Doncic or Donnie. Like I don't know. I don't know his son's name. Hey Donnie, but I do know he's named after Luca Doncic. Okay, so th- that's 
there's a lot of dot connecting that you can do. Regardless of all of that, DeAndre Ayton was always the pick to me. He is a game-changing center. He's from Arizona. He's a hometown guy. Uh, all the comps that sit out there, it's wild. He, um, Kevin O'Connor has— I like has, this ringer thing. It says shades yeah, of yeah, that's Patrick Ewing, Carl Anthony Towns, and DeMarcus Cousins. That's huge. Last Good year, God. Last year, he averaged 20 points, 11.5 rebounds, 1.5 assists, the 7-foot center. He's a game-changing player. He's confident. He wants to be a son, and it's— it was always going to happen to me. There was a rumor that the Suns were going to sign Clint Capella to an offer sheet. Maybe it still happens, but I mean, it could still happen. You could because and here's the thing that people knock DeAndre Ayton for is that he is much more of a power forward and wants to play power forward, even though he's seven and a half feet tall, and uh, you know he's got a seven foot five wingspan and everything. Especially on defense, I think he doesn't want to do the the dirty work. He wants to be like a so, cousins is what you're getting at. Yeah, exactly. So here is a thought that I do have. I'll be very curious to um, to monitor here. But if if I were the Suns and I heard tiny little rumblings about this, what I think they should do and are going to explore is they want to take Aton at one, and I think they're going to make every concerted effort to try to trade back up to take Luca. There is a conversation that Luca could fall to five. But Ooh. it has been made that they're for open for business are the Memphis Grizzlies at four. They're potentially looking at Chandler Parsons and the four to be moved. And a team like the Suns have cap space where they could potentially take on Parsons. And uh, that would enable them to get Luca and DeAndre Ayton if he falls. Now, they also like they've also been connected to to your guy, uh, Trey Young. That's another one. Yeah, it could be. He worked Luke, out for them. Luca would make the most sense though, because like yes, they've got a Trey Young and his name is Devin Booker, and he's better. So Luca would make all the sense in the world. But what would have to happen is the fall. So on this mock draft at number two, which has been pretty connect the dots here, is has the Kings. Uh, Kevin O'Connor has the Kings taking Marvin Bagley, who I absolutely love. Marvin Marvin Bagley would make a ton of sense if they don't trade out of it. Bagley at two is even if it's not a lock, the other guy who is, is jumping up boards like crazy right now is Michael Porter Jr. Uh, from Missouri, who um, some felt if he was healthy would be the number one pick in this. If Michael Porter were to go two, Bagley's going three to the Hawks, which really leaves a path at four for Luka Doncic. And if the Suns were going to try to make a move, I mean, there it is. There it is right what there. What are they going to give up to get that four pick? I know they're taking back... Chandler Parsons. Well, they would trade their 16 contract. They would trade. They have pick 16 in this draft as well. They mm. have uh, they have the Miami pick, I believe, next year, plus their own pick. They've also got young assets. They got Marquise Chris, Alex Lynn, TJ Warren, and Dragon Bender. So they have got some some young assets that a team might be willing to take on, and they'll be able to still draft. There are quality players still in this draft around 16. So, I want to ask you this, Mr. 100%. If well, I'm not 100% Doncic, on that. If Doncic is still on the board at number four, do they make this trade happen and get him? I think they are going to be as aggressive as they've ever been to make it happen. Okay. I can't tell you if they're going to make it happen. I have no idea. I mean, that, it, that all depends on the Grizzlies, right? Yeah, 100%. So. I mean, but I think the Suns are one of the teams that could uh, put the offerings out there. Maybe the Grizzlies I want to get younger. They, if they offered the 
you know, the number one next year or the Miami one, uh, you know, Marquise Chris and the 16 and they're taking back Chandler Parsons. Ridiculous. More than enough. Contract. I think that's enough to get it yeah. done. And, and that would be a game changer for the Suns because then they would be in a position where you have Luka Doncic, Aton, Booker, and Josh Jackson. And you still got Bender out there and Alex Lynn. And then if you're taking on Parsons, I'm not sure, but I think Parsons' contract comes off soon. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, I think it's after this year. I think but it's, it's like a one- twenty-five million dollars this year. So yeah, but it's I just mean, a lot of money to pay a guy who plays six games. Yeah, let me look here. I'm actually a player. He's up the his basketball contract. Julian Edelman. Yeah, so through 2000, now he's got another year on the contract. That's Does why. Really? Yeah, they'd yeah. have to buy him out twenty-five million dollars for 1920. Ooh. That could be part of the problem, but maybe the Suns want to do it for for that window. You know, they might be yeah. willing to make that happen. So that's a definite possibility. So. The, the, but the number three pick on the Ringer uh, mock draft is has Atlanta taking Luka Doncic, who averaged five rebounds, four, four and a half assists, 14 points. He's a six-foot-eight point guard. And, I mean, that would be an interesting spot, though there's not a lot of talent around Luka. I think, this, I think that pick is more like, to be honest with you, you know what my gut's telling me? My gut's telling me Michael Porter Jr. could go two, and Marvin Bagley might fall to three. To the I don't know. Isn't Michael Porter moving down because he couldn't do his workout the other day because he of did his it. back surgery? He, no, he, he, did it? he had a spasm, and he canceled a, a workout in front of teams, and then he got a clean bill of health. And uh, okay. I believe he did go do it, and teams are going to individually uh, work him out for, from the health it's perspective. It's so funny because you've heard, like— who can move up, right? You hear, you hear Mo Bamba has this amazing combine. He's going to move up. You hear Bagley had an amazing combine. Your Porter is just this incredible athlete. Everyone is in love with Jaron Jackson. You know what I mean? How can everyone move up? Like, yeah, I mean, everyone can. can't move up. No, that's so. the whole point. That's why I think if, I mean, Porter is going to have to show serious health here. I think that the Kings could mess around with it because they've also got like Harry Giles that's sitting out there. And, um, you know, like so they're they, not they, afraid to take her. Guys, yeah, they I just mean. know they're away. Maybe they do a, a sit for the year treatment. Like, what are they playing for? It's not to say that Bagley doesn't deserve it because I love Bagley. But I do think that's a possible scenario. So at number four, this mock has the Grizzlies taking Michael Porter Jr. Uh, 10.6 rebounds. He was hurt, but maybe one of the best players. I'm going to jump through a couple picks and get your comments. Number six, it has the Dallas Mavericks taking Jaron Jackson Jr. from Michigan State. Some say could be one of the more complete players of this entire draft, though wildly all over the board on the shades of. It has shades of Miles Turner, Millionaires Taj Gibson, and Billionaires Emil Jefferson. Dude, I don't even remember Emil Jefferson. I know. And then number <laughs> six is Orlando Magic taking uh, Muhammad Bamba uh, at center, which I think those could be switched, by the way. I think Bamba uh, yeah, could go five. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, a lot of people out here in Arizona are saying, like, look, not only is Aton a, you know, a center that is up near the top of the draft, which always seems to be like, you know, if you have a big dude with this much athletic ability, you have to take him. But he's a local product because he went to U of A also. Yeah. And you kind of have the same deal if you're picking in the top five and Mo Bamba from Texas can wind up going to Dallas. Well, it did in Dallas, so. too. If you think about it, you don't want to draft for team construction. But if you do think about if they view themselves in a window, you've got Dennis Smith Jr., Wes Matthews, Harrison Barnes, Dirk Nowitzki. Put Bamba in at the five on that team. Yeah, because they obviously don't like Noel. No. So, no, uh, Noel's probably know. gone. He's probably getting cut. Right. Or right. And, and that would it would allow 
everything to move kind of back to its normal state. Mo uh, Mo can play the the center, and Dirk can go to power forward, Barnes small forward, and yeah. then you can take Yogi Ferrell out of the starting lineup and have Wesley Matthews play shooting guard. Yeah. So uh, I I love that situation for Dallas. Now you kind of get the same thing with Jaron Jackson, but Jaron Jackson seems to me. To be a little bit more raw, it's a little, and also a little Mo bit of Bamba. a four. I mean, Mo Bamba is very raw, also. Yeah, but uh, they're both they both have a lot of learning to go. And to be honest, whoever winds up in Dallas, as far as fantasy goes, will be more annoying. Don't you agree? Because sure. the way Carlisle handles those rookies, Dennis Smith was a fair exception for how he usually handles young guys. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't get out there. And I think that's why Noel has had to sit for so long. So my so. early mock draft is Aton, Porter, Bagley, Suns trade up to four for Luka, Bamba, and then Jackson goes six to the Magic. Uh, where are you at? I, I like that. Okay. I like yours. All so. right, so at seven, I'm going to go seven to ten here. Seven, it, um, Kevin O'Connor has the Bulls taking Kevin Knox, which that's definitely kind of a jump up here. The uh, Kentucky uh, uh, freshman forward, six foot nine, 15 points, five rebounds. At eight, the Cleveland Cavaliers taking Wendell Carter Jr. He is the Duke center. He's a freshman, 13 points, nine rebounds. At number nine, the Knicks taking Trey Young, Oklahoma freshman point guard. We talked about tons of points, 27 points he averaged last year with almost nine assists. And at number 10, the 76ers taking Mikkel Bridges, the small forward from Villanova who averaged 17 points, five rebounds, and two assists. Yeah, I mean, I like a lot of these picks. I mean, Trey Young obviously is going to be a huge pick for fantasy because he is a guy that can come in and immediately shoot uh, from anywhere. He can get you threes. He's going to get you a bunch of points and he's going to get you dimes. So, I mean, he is going to be a very popular fantasy selection, probably regardless of where he goes. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I, I believe that. I mean, it just way over guys like Wendell Carter and, you know, probably uh, a guy like Knox. You know what I mean? The rest of these guys here, Mikhail Bridges. I, I, I tell you what, uh, the next guy, number 11, yeah, who Colin they have, Sexton. Colin Sexton going to Charlotte. I think Kemba Walker's gone, isn't he? Isn't Kemba Walker free agent? So if he wound up in Charlotte, that'd be huge because this is another guy, another scoring machine. Very div- He's very divisive. I saw... Oh, God, I forget his name now. He's an analyst over at CBS, and they were breaking down the draft, and he called Colin Sexton uh, potentially the biggest bust of this draft uh, from yeah, an excitement I mean, standpoint. The the thing is, is he is a high-volume scorer. Uh, they love his work ethic and his confidence. He's super confident. But the knocks on him are a guy that handles the ball that much. What? How many assists did he average the Welsh? Uh, 3.6. Yeah, 3.6, so just over three and a half a game. Uh, his field goal percentage is not great. Kind of like and he's super undersized uh, for the NBA. He's a small dude, so I don't know if he's going to be able to drive the lane against the NBA monsters that play in the center. Well, it is so. interesting if you check it out, though. Uh, in the ITL Army, one of our guys, Steve Connell, uh, had a video that um, somebody else posted and it's of Colin Sexton not too long ago, and I mean he the dunks the guy was putting up were just unreal. The unreal hops that Colin Sexton has, but there's a lot of uh, stuff that's going along with him, and there's some concern I think from teams worried, uh, or I think just people in general, analysts worried 
about like how he fits in a system. And you know, the comparisons they have all over the board, Eric Bledsoe, Patrick Beverly to Marcus Banks, a couple other guys, Miles Bridges, they have going to the Clippers at 12. There's a, uh, there's a big name guy who some thought was going to come out last year. Lonnie Walker, the fourth uh, Miami freshman guard going to the Clippers again at 13. Is that Cherry Rice's nephew? Didn't he play for the University of Miami? He did, but I don't think it's Lonnie Walker. Okay. Um, and then just another interesting name is Robert Williams at 15 to the Wizards. He was a uh, Texas A&M sophomore. Robert Eric- Williams, obviously I'm not a fan because he plays for A&M. Yeah. But as far as a fantasy impact early goes, uh, I mean, he's one of these guys that can wind up being kind of like a, you know, a, a lob city type of guy where he's going to score you some points because he gets the lobs because he's going to play inside and he's going to get you a ton of boards. Another couple so. other interesting ones uh, at pick 28 to the Celtics or 27 to the Celtics. Grayson Allen uh, is in Ooh. the lock. And this one is interesting <laughs> at 29. It has the Nets taking Dante uh, uh, DiVincenzo. Is that how you say his name? That sounds right to me. DiVincenzo. The... DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo? DiVincenzo. Okay. I have seen... Very Italian. Insane stuff from the Phoenix Suns and about him. That he's He's a a guy guy, that's been getting a lot of late hype. They're really in on him at 16 right now. So he's a guy. A lot of late hype. Now, the reason that that wouldn't happen would be because somebody fell. Or, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because it it was traded out or somebody fell. So it's really interesting stuff to take a look at. If you guys want the fantasy perspective of these players, tune in this week to the ITL Fantasy Basketball Podcast, where we're going to be talking about the fantasy projections of these guys for this coming year with Jonas Nader from Roto World. So uh, don't go anywhere. Speaking of don't go anywhere, we got to come back. We're going to talk about MLB and their um, attendance drop and what could be causing it because they got no idea. I think we might have a couple. So don't go anywhere. It's in this league. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Would you like to manage in this league this year? What do you mean you don't know? This is a chance to manage in the big leagues. Let me think it over, will you? Scott Bogman. I got Chris Welsh. The other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. Welcome back. It's in this league. I'm Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. And if you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using those damn algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries... Try the props builder tool. Are you saying that because I said algorithms, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I staggered it a little bit. Algorithms. You sounded like such a drunk when you said Yeah, that. I definitely said it very Miller Lite-like. Algorithms. But you can try the props builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Just ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps and... If you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. 
No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No expert to compete against. Just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon signup, and choose your matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Algorithm. Use all your algorithms. <laughs> Use all your algorithms. That's one of those words, though. Whether you're drunk or not, you're not going to oh, yeah, get away you can with. Definitely, it's trippable. Yeah, right. you're not going to get away with not sounding like a drunk at it. Your algorithm. <laughs> well, I mean, people can say algorithms without sounding like a drunk, but it's definitely it's one of those words that is a. It's like a mine. You know, sometimes you're going to trip over that. It's kind of difficult to say. Yeah, it's just one of those It's going to happen. Like, th- there are tricky words, and algorithm is one of them. I can say it fine now, but when <laughs> I said it, as soon as I heard you laughing, I like, when I said it, I was like, I wonder if he's going to F up oh, this read well, for me. I mean, and then what? I heard, and I No, like, I'm just going to be a gentleman and skip over stuff. What, are you kidding me? Of course not. So I saw this article. And I thought it was just did uh, it bespawn in front of you the did. article. I mean that's a that's a that's a football <laughs> podcast joke. I saw some people tweeting about this, and I saw this article, and I thought it was really fascinating. It's at Fortune dot com, but the crux of the whole thing is MLB attendance has now dropped to its lowest average in fifteen years. It's down six point six percent from this time last year, and eight point six overall. This is according to Stats LLC. The league. Um, it, this is in the article of, of uh, Fortune says the league could see its first season since 2003 with an average att- average attendance there's another one average average attendance below <laughs> 30,000 that would not be good uh, the quote that struck me in this entire thing was about the weather and MLB commissioner Rob Manford said that the league is quote concerned that there's something to the low attendance more than weather and I was just, what? And, so, and, and someone retweeted, I saw multiple quote tweets about it. Someone was like, so what you're telling me is that the blackouts on MLB.tv aren't keeping people from watching at home and going to ball games. Like that's been one that I know it's pissed you off mightily and piss a lot of people off. Hell, it's part of this stupid Facebook thing that you hate so much. I don't I care about hate it, but like the game is only on Facebook and nowhere else you have, you pay for MLB.com and you get blacked out games. And always the excuse has been like, well, I got to get people into stadiums with their lowest attendance ever. Yeah, man, I, I, I guess I'm not that surprised because Everything is going this way. You know, I mean, everything in the world seems to be going this way. There's just more options of ways to spend your time. You know what I mean? And when you can pay whatever it is, 15 bucks a month for Netflix and you can watch 80 million different shows on there, uh, it's much it's a much cheaper option and you get it for a full month. So you're telling me that you don't want to go pay twenty five dollars for parking, twelve dollars a beer. I mean, we were talking about this uh, a little while ago. Like, we had we got how much free, does a free game cost, dude? We got uh, I got a free ticket to opening day here in Arizona for the Diamondbacks. A friend, a collective uh, of people that bought tickets. Someone couldn't make it, so I go and you know I buy them a beer. When all was said and done, to this quote free grant game between parking, I bought a hat, I bought him a beer, I got a couple beers, I got some food. 
I spent over $120 at least (laughs) to go to this, quote, free game that I didn't pay a ticket for. And the same thing happened the other day. Uh, A listener of ours invited us to a game with amazingly good free tickets. We went. I mean, we both probably spent $30 or $40 to this free game, and that was just like a drink or two in parking. Yeah, I know. And and look, I I appreciate going to a game. I love going to games. But it's just not something that is affordable, uh, you know, Especially when you have you know, wage gaps and all that political stuff. Dude, I got two anymore, kids. But. I got two kids. I can't even imagine when they get to the age of taking them both to games. I'm like, you guys want to go well, to ACL games a, where they're free? Uh, it'd be a 1500 seat stadium at that point. You know what I mean? I guess everything will look like me, spring training games. Cost me fifteen hundred dollars to take two kids to a game at this point. <laughs> Baseball, all sports have inherently some of these issues that go on. But baseball is one that definitely gets ahead of itself. Well, there's so many games. Yeah, dude, you nailed it right there. Because football, there's you know eight games that you're going to be played locally. Baseball, you've got 80 games. Sometimes bigger stadiums or as big stadiums as football. Basketball is smaller stadiums, still less games, and the prices are just astronomical at baseball games. And to be honest with you, they're also faced with you've got weather issues. Pace of play is a constant thing. You're going to spend your entire day at a baseball game. You, you got to dedicate five hours to go to a baseball game and hope it doesn't go into extra innings. The whole thing is a process. They don't, and Diamond, the Diamondbacks like to pretend how they make the, the super affordable. They're the, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Well, because, they're more affordable than other teams. Well, but because it's they affordable get like comparatively. Yeah, but they also, I mean? they're like, hey, look, we got $3 hot dogs that are like garbage hot dogs that, you know, they're, they're made of rubber. <laughs> they have they're the $4 rubber. beers and $1.50 hot dogs and all that stuff. And tiny little baby cups. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to buy six of them to to be full. I mean, I know I'm a fat guy, but okay. Nor- so normal person, cut whatever I eat in half. We got to buy three of them. Dude, to be the game full. we went to with the listener uh, or listener Jesse, we were sitting. It was you know like six rows from the field and whatnot. These two guys sitting next to us. It was on Memorial Day. These guys went and got the what are they? Dollar beers? Two dollar beers? Four dollar beers? Okay, four dollar beers in these little plastic cups. They got up no less than 12 times and, and yeah. kept getting those things when I'll just go up and pay my $40 for three <laughs> 24-ounce cans, which I, I could buy for $6. beer, it, and it's a missile silo filled with beer. So that's enough for a game. You know what I mean? So What's the uh, most that, egregious thing baseball has going for it right now? And is it – and when we're talking about it as well, – well, especially attendance, is it the concessions – is it the blackouts? Is it the pace of play? What's the most egregious thing that's hurting baseball? I think it's probably pace of play, to be honest, uh, because they they're gonna have to about do that. They're gonna have to do something about that because of the you know the audience is gonna gonna have to get younger. Old people are going to die. Okay, but you know what? That's a great point, Box. But who complains about pace of play? You know what people say? They don't say. Oh, this game is. Just, they say it's boring. It's not a young kids game. Young, uh, you know, youth. I, the, the baseball has been dealing with this thing for what is it, twenty five years now, about trying yeah, to but- get my get like more urban areas to play. They're trying to get more black players to play. It's all it's Dominicans. It's it's not culturally the 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 sport. It's not a it's not a cool sport, you know? People aren't jumping to play baseball. By the way, also, you want to take a sport that costs the most money? It's baseball. To play on a travel team, to play uh, in one tournament is the most by a lot. Okay, well, okay. I mean, let's go there too. We can go watch them on the Oxygen channel. 
baseball. <laughs> that's where baseball is going to be in a couple years. To go play in like one of those stupid tournament games. One tournament, it's like fifteen hundred dollars to go play in. It's not affordable. They, in no way do they make baseball is too inclusive from every factor of it. And that is what her, you, is hurting you them. You think it's too old boys club? I, I kind of do from every facet of it. I mean, dude, I take a that. look at Kyler Murray right now, who we already talked about last week, who got just got drafted by the Oakland A's. The guy's getting four and a half million dollars, and he's still like, ah, can I go play one year of college football where I don't get any money because college football is my love, playing quarterback is my love, baseball where is where I'm going to make the money. There's so well, much money being thrown around. Here's yet one it's thing too inclusive. I'll say. Here's one thing I'll say about, you know, people talking about how much baseball struggling and, and all that stuff. Number one, I bet you the uh, not the attendance, but I bet you the TV is up uh, because people aren't going to the game. But, OK, one. but let me throw this at you. Do you think the TV is up? Because I would be curious to see that because it, I don't think the TV accounts for online watching or MLB TV uh, watching online. And you take Facebook and Twitter games they put on, and then I you bet take the average per game per local game is up. I, I, I bet you, obviously not in places like Miami, but I, I, I bet you it's up overall. But the 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 thing is, is you know people just have too many options. They don't want to go. To a, a baseball game and spend all that money. I mean, like like you said, 120 bucks for you for a free ticket. Imagine taking that your wife me, and man. your two kids. I know that was just me. And f- the NBA is even worse as far as going to a live game. You want to sit in the lower bowl and be able to see the players and everything. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred bucks to sit there. Almost anywhere. Like the cheapest tickets I could go when when the Rockets came in. First of all, I didn't want to go because I wanted to sit in the nicer seats. You know, you can get those $10 uh, nosebleeders, which aren't horrible, but I don't want to sit way up there. I want to sit, you know, my team comes to Phoenix to play twice a year. I want to spend some money on those tickets, but I don't want to spend $200 sitting in the lower bowl. 98 bucks it cost me for one game, and the other game, my buddy... I bought his tickets, and I look, they're 140 bucks. Well, dude, piece. I mean, East Coast people are laughing right now. East Coast yeah, people are yeah, paying, you know, yeah, $700 exactly. for uh, an okay ticket to go to Yankee Stadium. Right, exactly. Uh, I mean, they're going to have to make – they have to do something about the in-game experience. They're either going to have to speed up the pace of play uh, so it's a little bit more exciting, or something is going to have to go on more than they throw out you know, T-shirts. You want to know what a prime you know example I mean? to me is? Baseball, I'm really going to start. Like, by the way, baseball is my love. I love baseball. I mean, I, football is right there, and basketball is right behind it. But baseball is my number one love. So this is coming right. from someone that absolutely loves this sport. Baseball doesn't understand its personality in the world. The world has changed. The youth has changed. The way people consume media has changed. And also, the way people consume and spring training is the same, by the way. Yeah, like, it is. But uh, I mean, everybody wants to go to spring training because the weather's beautiful. But you know people I mean? consume sports in a different way, and baseball is so inclusive about themselves. And here's a prime example: that Terry Collins clip. Did you see that? That was out. That was so awesome. It was so <laughs> awesome. And guess what happened? MLB took it down. They they took it down in all social media platforms because they wanted it off because the, their image. They're so focused on this image. 
and you get other teams out there in oh, different it's family sports. family friendly, blah, blah, dude, blah. Dude, but other teams in sports. See, the NFL cares about being family friendly. No, but friendly. that's what I'm getting at, dude, is baseball. Okay, you can't pimp your home runs. You can't bat flip. You can't celebrate. Everyone's got to get warnings. It's taking a little bit longer. There's no fun. By the way, you can't share our videos. We can't have funny videos about people exploding. We can't have any of that stuff. Where the NFL and basketball and every other sport, they'll have people running their social media accounts that are fantastic. You got players doing crazy stuff. There's celebrations. Every other sport has celebrations and great meme type abilities, and baseball just completely avoids it. They're not embracing and adjusting year in and year out, and it's just still the whole like, all right, guys, we can't, you know, don't use our videos, don't use our property. Let's not have cursing get out there with anything. Let's not do this, 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 this. And there are players that are trying to break it. And I, I don't, I think until that happens, I think there has to be a complete league-wide change about how baseball is treated, and you've got to find a way to get younger people to be more excited about this because they don't have the attention span. Nobody has the attention span. Let me ask you this. How much more excited would you be to watch baseball on a night-in, night-out basis if they had Andrew Siciliano going through all of the games just like they do for the NFL? You know what I mean? Like the Red Zone channel is everyone's favorite thing about watching football every single Sunday, mainly because of their fantasy players and all that stuff. But what if they had something like that every night for baseball? Well, you mean MLB like the, runner, the runners on network where it's like the Red something? Zone? Yeah, they had. I think they used to have something uh, every like Tuesday and Friday night or something called like the strike zone. They had something along the lines. Maybe it didn't do big at its inception, but I think if they had something like that, now it would be pretty big. Now MLB Tonight does a pretty good job of doing stuff like that, but I think if you had more uh, exactly like the Red Zone, it I would think be that better. would be that would be okay. The problem is, is baseball doesn't want players to be above the game. Where in every other sport, the players are the game, and basketball, the players make. The NBA, the the personalities make the NBA football. Definitely the NBA, and and football, it's along the same lines. Even though it's the ultimate team sport in baseball, it's suppression. They suppress all of it, and I want to see. I want to see when a home runs hit. I want to see antics. I want. I love. <laughs> I love the Boston Red Sox when they do the stuff in the outfield and when Carlos the inning Correa is done. Puerto Rican flag at first. Sure, Whenever dude. I want to see pitch. Homer. I want to see pitchers just, uh, lighten up. I think that I, honestly, I truly believe that would make the game better. Throw on some of that uh, red zone type of ability to make it a little bit more fast and mic everybody yeah. up with the oh, cuss words. You know what? And that you completely forgot about. I forgot about that man when Mookie Betts was mic'd up in the field during spring training, and a ball was hit towards him when they were interviewing him. That type of stuff, fantastic. As stupid as it sounds, dude, they got to get they they have got to be more meme worthy. You know what I mean? They've got yeah. to have you got to have be more highlighted than just jumping up and catching a ball or hitting a really far home run. They've they've got to expand They're the game. Very behind in social media, which is just kind of surprising. And it's not you know the blackout, mean? the stupid blackout thing on the on the the well, MLB.tv. Blackout thing couldn't be more ridiculous. Like people in Alaska can't watch Mariners games. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Give me a break. They'll, I mean, Come on. It, what's ridiculous is, like, I want to see Bryce Harper hit bombs, do get excited, show personalities, look at other guys, 
And I also want him to not then get hit on the wrist and be out for six to eight weeks because he pimped a home run and these hardos on the other team need to throw a pitch at him. That's the I problem. I would just like him to hit better than 222. No retaliation in other sports like that. There is not a retaliation more that fights. goes on. How about more fights? Yeah. How about let Make fights like happen? Hockey. Yeah. I agree. More fights. Yeah. But, you know, they don't know what's going on. Manfred doesn't know what's going on. But they, guess what, guys? It might be more than weather. That's what we're getting at here. <laughs> Might be a little bit more than weather. Weren't really prepared for this. Didn't do our research. Apparently attendance is down because they're... Guess what? I don't care if ketchup wins. I don't care if relish wins. I don't care about a president's <laughs> well, I want race. I to win every single time. The only That's thing I've ever saying. actually cared about was the freeze. That was the only good in-game thing. Guess what? Your <laughs> in-game, freeze. Your in-game personalities... Bingo's pretty good. I like bingo. You can win some money. Eh. Those idiots that you get in the in-game could care less about them you got a lot more work to do, my friends. A lot more work to do to get people excited to come to games. Plus, maybe don't make us have a small loan or have to go get approved for a $2,000 credit card to enjoy one night at a baseball game. All right, we'll be back. It's in this league. That's Bogman on the Welsh. Don't go anywhere. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question the number is 844-84-FNTSY that's 844-843-6879 the fantasy sports radio network your free fantasy source 24 hours a day where are we gonna go someplace warm a place where the beer flows like wine where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of capistrano i'm talking about a little place called in this league that's right, patreon.com slash ITL Army. Come join us, come have fun in the group me rooms, get ranks, get comedy shows that we do. What was the last show that we did? I can't remember what topics we talked about. Were they safe for work? I don't remember. Uh, no, I don't think they were. We definitely watched a YouTube video. Oh, yeah, that wasn't safe. Uh, that we what can't happened before talk that, though? Here. Um, To be honest, I can't remember. I know we to should talk up. about. We should talk about this rise in murder mysteries. I you know, like I don't know because this is like what my mom used to watch. By the way, my mom watched <laughs> nothing. She's like Park did a whole episode of this. Uh, where can we get our informative uh, our informative murder porn? Yeah, that, that's all. Like my, my I, would, I would ask my mom. Like I remember when I like first moved out or whatever because you don't really pay attention when you live with your parents or anything like that. But then after I'd be like, "Hey, what's going on?" She's like, "Oh, I just watch TV." I'm like, "Oh, what are you watching?" She'd be like, "Oh, watching you know." A&E, you know, this this thing about these 12 women that were murdered. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, every time we would talk, I'd be like, oh, uh, you watch anything good right now? She's like, I've just been watching a marathon of murders and, you know, serial killers. And, and like, I was just always. <laughs> Why do all women love to watch those things where, know. you know, the woman's getting killed? I'm... Isn't every Lifetime movie about oh, a woman getting beaten? Mother-in-law. Like, what are you watching? A Lifetime movie? There's this amazing Lifetime movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah? She's like, which one? She's like, Jody Arias. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's Pass. good. Yeah. But, like, I never got into that stuff. But I ate Taco Bell. 
And uh, we relived my Taco Bell. Oh, that's story, what it was. We, 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 yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You show. ate Taco Bell after not eating for the it first for, time in around. 18 years. Yeah. Uh, we got a, actually we got a couple secret shows that are coming up here. My Taco it. Bell streak was almost as old as Juan Soto. Almost. Uh, we got to get a couple secret shows in here soon. So if you guys want to come join us, you'll get a couple new ones. Plus, I'm going to do a chat this week. Uh, we got stuff going on, so we'd love to have you. But uh, I don't understand the the rise in that stuff. But net, I mean, it's Netflix. It's you know, people are moving away from just randomly just you know dialing into stations. And it, it's kind of been the rise of of Netflix putting some of those you know top of mind. And what they're doing is they're not just like blindly putting out these shows now about murders. They're creating these stories. And luckily, you know, for the last twenty years, people have been filming stuff and they're buying the rights. And it was obviously making a murderer. And then most recently, they had Evil Genius, which was a good one. And then this new one out that you went obsessive about called The Staircase. I've watched two, but as I told you before. Like, they have, like, 13 episodes. It looks like they should be six episodes. Yeah. But I feel like, is it we're getting old, or has Netflix created the genre of the murder mystery, like, popular again? Or or are we just becoming our parents? And I'm like, oh, murder mysteries, they're great. That's what I'm watching. I think it's something... Okay, so everybody used to sit down and watch the same five channels, right? Everybody used to sit down and say... Oh, we're going to watch. We're going to figure out who shot Jr. in Dallas this weekend. You know what I I mean? And there are very few shows that aren't on HBO or Showtime or whatever that are like that. And these are things that people can watch. The thing that bothers me the most about these is I don't know if they're actually entertaining or not. I can't figure it out. I know they're edited together really well. You know what I mean? Um, to to make it look like it's something that we want to see, but after I'm done with it, like I'll think about it for like like I've been thinking about this stupid staircase thing for like a week, and I'm like, why do I care so much about this? I think you know it's I, mean? I think you know what it is. I don't think it's so because I'll be honest with you, the first episode of the staircase not that good. Um, it was okay, but what happens is right off the bat they they tell you what happens. They give you characters, and usually they do a better job. They didn't do such a good job on this one, but usually what they do in the first episode is then they then create the doubt. So you don't know, and you feel like you're doing something when you're, when you're watching television. You feel like you are a part of this. You, know, you feel like you're watching like a two-hour drama that's going to have twists and turns, but it's a real-life thing. So you, you feel like, well, I'm involved in the investigation. They Look also at me. take... They also take one side and roll with it. And I understand it's like, okay, only one side of this investigation is letting you in. You know what I mean? And it's usually the person that is being accused of the crime, like in making a murder. You know, and the the most annoying thing about all these deals is like in making a murder and you went through like you were obsessed with that one. Oh, yeah. And you. And you found out all this other stuff. It's like, oh yeah, well he had bought like oh, these shackles. I the did. Day I did all the this stuff whole, happened. I did the idiotic thing where you go on Reddit after, and I spent two days reading all the other stuff that the show didn't cover. Right. Exactly. And they all do that. There is such a big twist in in the the staircase thing hey. that they just don't mention at all 
in the show. Oh, like in real life, like after it, there's a twist. Yeah, oh, I, I can tell you it, and it doesn't really wreck anything. Well, I don't know. I want to watch a little bit more. I'm only, okay. I've only gotten two episodes in. Like Bogman and I talked just the other day when we were recording a podcast. I was at two. He was at five. We talked today. I'm like, I'm still at two. He's like, I'm done. I was like, oh, okay. You really, <laughs> you really plowed through that thing. Yeah, I mean, I was doing a bunch of other stuff like on my computer, so I just had it on in the background. You know what I'm into? But it was one of those stupid things where it's like I shouldn't have put that. I should have put on like South Park or something because it's like I would stop writing my stuff that I'm writing and I would watch TV for like 30 minutes. I'm what am I doing? I'm into Netflix's new like foreign shows that they dub over, like Dark or uh, The Rain. That's what I'm getting into right now. All these like foreign two of them. Yeah, two. That's that's all of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm another. not into like I can't pay attention that hard to almost anything. Like the only show that I'll like put everything away for and watch is Game of Thrones, Game and that's not you know out till next year again. Game so. of Thrones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, one of the greatest marketing things I've ever seen in a long time was most recently. We spent some time talking about. Just how atrocious and horrible Chris Davis is as uh, pretty much every facet of his game. One of the worst contracts of all time. Owed $23 million through uh, 2022. He's hitting a buck fifty ish He's the worst hitter against lefties in all of baseball. He And he has the worst F-war we figured out in the history of baseball. Since 1901. Yeah. I mean, that's as good as the history of baseball. Right. If there was baseball before 1901, Before they, know. they uh, you know... Uh, they couldn't ask where the pitches were going to go. Yeah, Remember, eleven years, eleven years after Deadwood. Say, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> after <laughs> Deadwood. Thank you, HBO, yeah. for learning the Welsh some history. Like Eighteen ninety. Yeah, exactly. So it's in Deadwood era. Learned history. Yeah. So, in what I think is one of the best things I've ever seen ever as a marketing tool, a Baltimore bar offers free shots every time Chris Davis gets a hit. And what's so amazing about this, they'll never have to pay. They'll never have to pay. Uh, Bogman, I am legitly going to look right now. I have not paid. I own Chris Davis in one league. It was an OBP league where I thought I could mask it. That article came out. No, you don't own him anymore. No, I cut him. When did this article come out that I'm looking at? That was like three days ago. On the 14th, I'm reading. So it probably became active on the 13th. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. He had a hit on the 10th before the article came out. He's been benched for three straight games. Yeah, and he had a hit on the 6th of June and the 2nd of June. Those are his hits. One (laughs) hit in each of those games. One. (laughs) So he had to give out uh, 38 shots. Since they started it, they haven't given out a single shot because he did not get If they started it on the 14th or 13th, he didn't play on the 12th. He didn't play on the 13th. He didn't play on the 15th. Think about this for a minute. They are getting articles written about them everywhere. See, I'm looking at the CBS Sports article. Everyone's writing about that. Uh, it's called Bartender's Pub at 2218 Boston Street. They say is offering free customers, uh, is customers free Dr. Pepper shooters for every hit Davis gets. The drinks are a mix of uh, Amaretto and Miller High Life beer in pony bottles and are called Dr. Pepper shooters because oh, they wow. taste like the soft drink. That actually sounds kind of cool. What is uh, Amaretto? Amaretto's like that, uh, I don't know, soury stuff. 
Uh, uh, not soury stuff. Kind of like candyish stuff. I mean, but with Miller Lite? I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, owners, it tastes like Dr. Pepper. I'm into it. I'm kind I, of into it this, doesn't too. doesn't sound like a good combo. Owners Danny and Dana uh, Cooker, Coker said they brainstormed the idea to try to drum up interest among customers for the Orioles. Uh, baseball season for us is a big business, Dana said. With the team not doing so well, it's affected our business. We just can't seem to do any specials that encourage people to come to the bar and watch baseball with us. I guarantee you, somebody go check in with them. Those guys are booming with business. I'll tell you what. I don't want to go to baseball games. I I don't want to spend the money. If I lived there and I lived in Baltimore, I would go to that bar a couple nights a week. And and you, can you imagine the excitement that all the people gather around waiting for Chris Davis to get a hit? It doesn't happen, and no one ever cheers. But the excitement when he does, that bar will explode. It's an incredible You know what I'd promotion. do if I lived in Baltimore? I'd move. Kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, that's I would, a good point. I would definitely be gone. But, but I mean, this is great. You know what I mean? Uh, I tell you what could help them is play Nats games. <laughs> that's the way all right guys we got the best business plan for you play other teams that's Any right other. well you uh, know what they probably can't they're probably blacked out bogman it's probably yeah, a blackout yeah. from ml mlb tv you're not wrong there yeah no. definitely should be playing nats games or something i mean uh, i i can appreciate that it's bi- big business and this is i mean this is great marketing like you mentioned you barely will ever have to play uh pay out for this honestly honestly i, I want i want to ask you a question right now it is uh, June 16th. There's a game that's going down on Saturday through here, starting right now with zero, since there are no hits leading into when we are talking. Through the end of June, how many shots are they going to have to pay up? Four. Through the end of June. Four? Four. How about this? He's getting benched. One. One? I think He's one. He's going to have one hit. One hit. He was playing games. Weeks? He started getting benched June 8th. He, dude, oh, man. one. I think he's going to get, they're going to give up one shot and they are going to, and dude, think about the publicity. If you're a news crew, what the minute Chris Davis gets a hit, every damn TV station is going to run to that bar to want to interview those people. That's the first, no one's going to care about Chris Davis or the Orioles. All I care about is Bartender's Pub. That's it. <laughs> The only thing I care is that what they're called? Bartender's Bar. Yeah, yeah. Bar, no, Bartender's Pub. Uh, bartender's, yeah, Bartender's Pub. Yeah, yeah right. They're the, the only people I care about. That's all I care about is Danny and Dana uh, Coker. Obviously well, what do you name. think? Um, that pays out more or uh, San, Diego, San Diego Padres wins for the rest of the season? Oh, I think the Padres. Hey, you know what? I think the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins should have done this with Miguel Sano before they sent him down. <laughs> Let's look at Sano. Is he much better? Somebody, yeah, but it would have to be like a cheeseburger or something, right? Well, he had a couple. He had definitely a couple. How about uh, Chris Davis hits or Matt Moore starts for the rest of the season? Because oh, they moved into the bullpen, oh, but their yeah, injuries happen. Easy. No, but but maximum Matt Moore could get is what like five or six more. Chris nah, Davis get, will get the hits. They decided to put it back in. He could get 15 more, 20 more. But he's not. No, he's not. They're not going to get 20 more. No, no way. Chris Davis for sure. It might take him the whole season <laughs> to get six more hits. But <laughs> it'll be more than Matt Moore. The better At question least they're would be, paying him. What did, didn't we look this up when we were talking about how bad he was the other day? Matt Moore? Isn't he getting 22 million? No, uh, Chris Davis. Yeah, 23 million. $22 million no. until like 2022 or yeah, something? Yeah, I said that at the top. $23 million Good through 2022. God. 
You want to know the other two bad contracts? Albert Pujols uh, through 2021 has, I think it goes 21, 27, 29, 30. And Miguel Cabrera is owed, I think, like like $30 million every year through 2022. I But I think at least those guys probably aren't guaranteed to play all the way through, Well, they're not right? Chris Davis also. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, I mean they can play. People a buy bit. a Miguel Cabrera jersey. People want Miguel <laughs> More Cabrera. Hits, Miguel to show Cabrera up. or Chris Davis for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Miggy's out for the season. It's I close. know. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's it's kind of a close one. Uh Miguel Sano won to be an interesting one. Everyone lost their mind about the um the send down. I, I don't know, I didn't freak out too much about it because I was you and I were talking a tiny bit about it. They sent him down to to Fort Wayne or wherever the hell it was at A Ball. High A, right. It's only because the their facilities that, like, there. You know, it's funny because we were talking about this on uh, the ITL podcast, the baseball podcast the other day about would you rather have Miguel Sano or Billy Hamilton for the rest of the year? And I said I would stick with the power and keep Miguel Sano. That dude was an all-star last year. Sano was an all-star last season. Yeah, well, and yeah. now he's in high A yeah, trying well, to relearn how to hit. Yeah, he's only there, though, because it, the spring training facility is there. So they've got a lot, you know, they've got some of their coaches down there. I think they're going to have. It's not as bad as people thought it was. Yeah, they're going to have, like, sure. their GCL training going on, I think, in the general vicinity. So they just, the organization is closer there. It's going to be, as they said, to reset things. But, you know, we when we talked about this on the latest ITL baseball pod, and, and you were saying that, I, I stood firm. I was done. I'm done with Miguel Sano. We said it preseason. Neither one of us wanted any part of no. him. No part of him with his 290 pounds. He gained all pounds. that weight. He no. had all that you know, personal stuff going on as far as the harassment goes. Like There was just a lot going on there with him. So zero. I didn't want... Yeah, zero shares guy for yeah, me, Yeah, 100%. Someone, I just recently did a trade in the league, and someone was trying to add Sano to it, and I was like, no, I don't want him. I, why would I want Miguel Sano? I'm like, you're going to cut Miguel Sano very shortly. I'd rather have an Amaretto Miller light shot than have Miguel Sano on any of my I'd teams. rather have an Amaretto Miller light shot more than a lot of people. I'm actually really curious <laughs> what that tastes like right now. Well, it's a, they, they call it Dr. Pepper Shooter because it tastes like Dr. Pepper's. Like, I want one of those. Do you think I could go to a, a, a place and get one of those right now? Ooh, wait a minute. How about this, the Welsh? All right. More hits rest of season. Chris Davis or Miguel Sano? Didn't we just say that? I, did we just say that? I don't know. I mean, I think I was alluding to that. Did That's, I have uh, too many flaming Dr. Pepper shots? Yeah, I, am, aren't already? I the one drinking? You're not drinking. Um, okay, well, well, who um, has more? Because he just got sent down. Um... Um, I still th- I would go with Sano. I'm gonna without, go with Sano too. I think Sano is sent down for a month, and I think he comes back up. And Chris Davis will probably only have a, about maybe a five hit hit head start on him. How about this? I bet you he doesn't come back until after the All Star break, and I bet you he still has more hits well, than Chris that, Davis for the rest of the season. Well, it's a month. That's uh yeah you're right. It's uh, well, it's a little over a month I because mean, it won't pick up again until like the twenty third. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think Chris Davis will have a very minimal head start on that, and I don't think it's going to be a ton. <laughs> I think Miguel Sano could still win that. Chris Davis <laughs> cut, but guess what? Miguel Sano 
cut also. I want no part of this right now. The cut. guy's going to have to train. He's going to have to transform his body. That's that's all there is to it. There's there's nothing yeah, else. Yeah, he's got to gotta lose a bunch of weight. And he's a ton of weight. Get his life back in order. So. Yeah, they, they they said he's got to. He's got to. The microphone just ran away from me. Uh, <laughs> he's he, got, he's, the Welsh is dropping the mic on this. No, thing. My, my, no, my mic arm, it just went away. It went away like Miguel Sano to single A. It just was out of here. Uh, he's got to transform his life for sure. All right, all right, don't go anywhere. We got a whole bunch more. I think we're going to talk. Uh, what the hell are we going to talk about? We got some logos. Time. You know, the guys that did the uh, NFL logo thing did the same thing for baseball. Ah, best and worst baseball logos. Yes, it's going down. Plus, some fantasy football, so don't go anywhere. It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.